Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine I have not The summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell, but never mind notice And I'll see you right another time This highway does not know my name no, I don't care. Head in my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Low budget. Live, not so live from the low budget live bar and grill. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, friends and neighbors, to Low Budget Live. If you are listening to this program and enjoying it in the least, or maybe even not enjoying it, you are now a low lifer. So, congratulations. That's what the listeners of this fine program that tune in week in, week out call themselves the lowlifers, and you are now one of them. Congratulations. Congratulations, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And it is good to be back in the LBO Bar and Grill, even though I've had me an awesome last seven days with the family down on Florida's Forgotten Coast. Man, what a good time down there. St. George Island, Apalachicola. Love it. Love it. It was a good uh, recharging of the batteries Laying the phone down for the most part. I was on social media some. No, y'all saw me on there, but uh, had to combat some of these comments on that Major League Fishing uh, podcast I did last week. Holy, holy crap! Y'all, y'all watch that. Y'all watch that. Um, there's a lot of people who just really don't like me because I have opinions <laughs> that differ from theirs, and I just laugh and laugh and laugh. But thank y'all so much. Uh, I know a lot of y'all were like, "Can we do your opinion on this?" And y'all and y'all showed out for it. Y'all showed out for it. I've said it before; those aren't my favorite episodes to do because, you know, they're the ones that get a lot of attention for the wrong reasons. I feel like, but uh, I appreciate y'all digging it and uh, and digging into that episode. But great family trip with the crew down to the Forgotten Coast. Got all the kids in one place at one time because I, I and I feel like the triple threat and I were talking about that. It is a hard task these days to make sure they are all in the same place 
with us because they're just as they grow up, man, they just go every which way. But we got uh, got them all together for a few days. Had an awesome birthday for my man HLD, co-host of LBL that you guys have met Hudson Lee on lots of fishing videos on the channel. Got to celebrate his 13th birthday, which I <sighs> can't even believe he's that old. Doesn't even make sense, but but got to celebrate that down there and uh, just had a freaking awesome time. But now back to reality, and here we are on Monday, October the 12th. This would be the podcast for that day. I'm recording it on a Sunday night, and if you notice, there's a little gravel in the voice, and that is because I screamed at my television like a blithering buffoon thinking that Tennessee would beat Georgia. If I just screamed a little louder, maybe we wouldn't suck in the second half. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Whew. And I, I mean, I went to bed last night with no voice. So I was proud to wake up. I'm cough dropped up. I'm drinking the purified water right here in the LBL Bar and Grill Studios. And Lord have mercy. It's a struggle. <laughs> there may have been alcohol involved. And uh, I'd like to apologize to my wife for being an idiot. She, she was really not enjoying... She never enjoys watching Tennessee football with me because I, I tend to act like an idiot. And I have lots of reasons to act like an idiot year after year after year after year. Dang it, they just just jerk the freaking rug out from under you. And I'm not a bandwagon fan, so I stick in there year after year after year since I was a child, man. I just, I just want to be great again, at least good again. But we're going to play Kentucky this week. My man Justin Lear, that listens to this show, likes to give me a hard time. And I'd like to say... Go Vols, even though I'm wearing a Kentucky blue six-cent shirt right now. Go Vols. Kentucky, as the 10 C fans say. And uh, that goes out to my man John Hunter as well from FLW Big Five Bassmaster Opens fame. My man John Hunter. Oh, me. Uh, that, that overwhelming feeling of grateful, definitely uh, leaving the beach with that, like I said. And... Just lots to be thankful for, man. 11,000 on this fine YouTube channel now. 11,000 subscribers. Thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. And while I'm dishing out thank yous, right there, just shaking you, StarTron. Got to thank the fine folks at StarTron and StarBright Cleaning Solutions. StarTron kicking ethanol in the dang teeth for years now for all you lowlifers. And Nobody wants to deal with ethanol. You don't want it in your weed eater. You don't want it in your chainsaw. You don't want it in your generator. You don't want it in your outboard engine. Little dab will do you. This bottle treats 256 gallons of fuel. Get ethanol out of there. Kick it in the teeth. Nothing ruins a grade down the water like an outboard engine that won't run. So get yourself some Star Tron. Also got to say a huge thanks to Sims Fishing Products for being the official official swag provider of low budget live and the traveling circus the new pro dry rain suit is absolutely insane and i can tell you right now man i've been been getting to model some of the sim stuff around here in the last couple of weeks and i am digging everything uh so far that i have been uh you know, sashaying around in a little bit. Boy, I've been, the triple threat don't even know what to do with me. She's like, you got these new clothes. I don't even know, man. Because here's the thing. I think we can all say like, look, I, I'm a six cent. I'm going to wear some six cents. I'm going to wear some Abu stuff. I'm going to wear, uh, you know, the fisherman hoodies, fishing shirts. But here's the deal with Sims, y'all. Y'all need to understand this. As fishermen, we dress like a bunch of goobers, Okay. A lot of the time, but we're comfortable, and a lot of us are dads, and we're just in that dad mode, and, and that's what we wear. We all, but man, you can pick us all out of a lineup, man. You can see a dude across the restaurant, you're like, my man, he's a fisherman because he's got that free swag. We all are guilty of it. Well, Sims, you go swiping through that website, they got some nice looking dress shirts, man, get you, get you cleaned up looking right. That way, your wife doesn't hate your guts all the time because you're just dressed like a bass head. <laughs> so, I am super grateful for Thims, Sims today, and I'm here to remind all of you lowlifers, you get one life, fish it well. I think that's one of the greatest slogans of all time, and I'm glad I get to see it, say it week in and week out. All right, moving on. It's a big day. It's a big day. October 12th. 
October 12th, the October 12th podcast. And I have been teasing this on social media for some time now. Last couple weeks, October 12th. And it is a big day to make a big announcement regarding my future. We've got lots of announcements, a couple more coming, but this is one that I am absolutely over the moon about. Change is something that is not easy for me, okay? Change is, um, change is something that I, I, I'm just not, I'm not good at it. I, I get really, and, and for better or worse, I get complacent. We all have a, a, a feeling, you know, we like to, to be familiar with things. We like to be comfortable in our environments. But, um, but for me, this was a necessary change. It was a change that I did not take lightly at all, in the least. And I've been very loyal to a lot of sponsors over the years. I don't do a lot of, uh, if you follow my fishing career sponsor-wise, I don't, I don't feel like I jump around a lot. A lot of guys, I feel like the first time some guy says, hey, man, you want three packs of worms versus one pack of worms? They'll jump ship. I've made some changes over the years. I'm not going to say that, but it was for, it was always for, you know, a reason of, Something contractually wasn't right, or I wasn't jihan with the people, you know, business, because it is the fishing business, the business of fishing. That's the worst part of it. You know, I talk about it on here a lot. But this was a change that, um, you know, and and you'll see a video today on, on my social media that actually says this as well. This was a change that I would not have even seen as a possibility four or five years ago in my life uh, at all. And um, I, I, I have been in a Ranger bass boat for several years now, really a, a lot of years. Uh, I ran one back in the mid-2000s when I fished the Bassmaster Opens, and then uh, I ran one after that. And uh, I, I've been in a Ranger for a very long time. Uh, I am no longer going to be with Ranger bass boats. Still know a lot of people there. Still care about a lot of people there. Um, but for me, moving forward, I'm excited to announce that Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus, and it is worded this way verbatim in writing from this company, has an official boat sponsor. And I've always had an official boat sponsor, but this is in red ink, baby. The official boat sponsor of Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus is Express Express Bass Boats out of Hot Springs, Arkansas. And I I just, there's a lot going on in my head about this change, but I can tell you, I am just overwhelmed with excitement about the future with this company. And I've known these people for a very long time. As y'all know, I know I know a lot of all the boat companies, all the bass boat companies. I know people at every one of those through through my gig at TH Marine and 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 through being in this industry for a very long time. And I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of great friends at a lot of great companies. And I think highly of a lot of the bass boat companies out there. I do. And and so whenever I was making a change for me. You know that's a difficult decision because I know so many I know so many people and I care about so many people in this industry, uh, and you definitely you don't want to hurt feelings or you don't want to step on any toes or anything like that. Uh, so it, so it was not a decision like I said that I took lightly. I have known the fine people at Express Boats for several years now. I was at a dealer meeting of theirs several years ago, and I hopped in a boat with a guy that's actually our guest today, and. We went for a ride. I was blown away by this boat because, first of all, you know, uh, they are the original all-welded aluminum boat. So getting away from fiberglass going to aluminum, which a lot of people don't realize early in my career, right after high school, early into college, I fished all aluminum, a little 16-foot aluminum boat. I grew up fishing aluminum with my dad. 
But these boats are so much more than aluminum boats. I'm going to be running an X21 Pro with a 250 Yamaha show, and Yamaha's agreed to come on and help your boy out. So I am very proud to represent Yamaha on the back of this Express. And these are just not, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, congrats on a 10 rig. Man, this is so beyond that for me. This is a performance bass boat, 96 inches wide, over 40 gallons of fuel. The sea deck flooring is incredible. So I teased this on the last podcast. I actually went out, did some video work, did some photo work with Express a couple weeks back in Hot Springs, drove this thing 70, 75 miles an hour. That may not sound fast to some of y'all, but your boy here was blown away. 75 miles an hour thing drives like a freaking Corvette. I'm going to get in trouble in it. what's going to happen. But this thing drafts so shallow. I don't know. I, I'm rambling as usual. But I'm so unbelievably excited about the boat. But as I said, as a prelude to this, this is the business of fishing. And to be in business with people, it's got to be a good thing. Okay? And the people... At Express, it's a family. It is a family. And if you've seen the last few podcasts, you know I don't like the direction that the fishing industry is headed in a lot of ways with the corporatization of things. But Express boats, it just feels like family. Rory Herndon and family, they've taken me in with open arms. All the guys there, I mean, it's it was so exciting to be there uh, meeting with them and, and getting this deal all hashed out. And I, I can't wait to bring you all the videos we're going to bring you on this boat. And I, I really uh, I can't thank them enough. And uh, you guys are going to hear a lot more about it. You're going to hear a lot more about it as we go on because you're going to, you're going to start seeing it more and more and more on this channel, more and more, more on social media. But um, it is definitely it's going back to my roots, but it is, it is so much more than an aluminum boat. 21 feet, takes rough water great. And I am very proud to be alongside of the guys on the Elite Series, Harvey Horn and Dale Hightower, Bill Lowe and Caleb Summerall that are running these boats. Going to be some more guys running these on MPFL. There's a couple guys on FLW running these boats, so or Big Five. So I, I can't tell you uh, how awesome it is to be alongside of those folks and to just be a part of a family again. And uh, it really, it really means a lot. But Express was established in 1966. 1966. So this company is. You know, not a fly-by-night thing. They're they're here to stay. Been around for a very long time, and I, I'm very proud. So there you go. That's one of my announcements I've been teasing. You may say, ah, fast forward, don't want to hear that. But all of these things make this possible. If you enjoy what I do in the least, sponsors and great partners make it all possible. They make me climb up here behind this microphone every week. Uh, you know, it 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 it's why... I'm able to do this, guys. It's why I'm able to do this and keep growing this. So thank y'all for listening, and uh, thank you to those people, Express, Yamaha, Clay Connor, for being awesome and uh, and taking a chance to be the official boat of Low Budget Live. So there we go. Moving on. And I'm behind schedule a little bit. Got something flying around my face, that gum pterodactyl. Jeez. It's probably one of them. Freaking COVID mosquitoes. I am in Tennessee, and Tennessee Titans are infecting half the damn state, apparently. Moving on, Bass Master. Bass Master at Santee Cooper. First off, I told y'all this was going to be an interesting one. I, I remember talking to Swindle way back on here this summer about this event. I've had this one circled in my mind. I thought this one was going to be very interesting. It turned out to be. Congratulations to Brandon Polinick. Win number two. Absolutely incredible. Overcame a two-pound penalty, which we've talked about on here a lot, but that two-pound, you know, too many fish penalty. Uh, he had six in the box and made a cast on the first day. Still brought in 21 pounds, which was going to be 23. Um, overcame it. Weighs 22 pounds. Final day. To, to to beat Carl Jacobson, who finished an amazing event as well. Congrats to Carl on that. Uh, just 
outstanding tournament. Carl weighed in at 25 pounds. So exciting to watch Carl. He, he has He's so passionate about what he does, man. He works so hard. It was very cool to see that. But uh, rounding out that top ten, you had, uh, you know, Carl. Carl, you had uh, Austin Felix, who's leading rookie of the year, having a hell of a season. Corey Johnson. Gussie. My man Gussie, the Canadian, is just showing out. But Gussie weighed in like a 9'7", big old fatty. Uh, you know, David Mullins, absolutely, absolutely having his best year by a long shot this year, third place. And two more events to go. Clark Winlet fishing out of his head right now. He's got about a 35-, 36-point lead going into Chick next week, which is going to be very, uh, very interesting event there. Uh, moving into my guest. So my guest today just wrapped up a sixth-place finish at Santee Cooper. He is a 13-year veteran of the Bassmaster Elite Series. He has been to 10 Bassmasters Classics. Bassmaster Classics, baby. This was an interesting stat. This is an interesting stat. He is... He has fished in 154 tournaments. He has 111 times in the money. Just incredible. 19 top 10s. My man, we're going to get him on here right now. Mr. Bill Lowen. And I'm hoarse. I am hoarse. Let's see if we can get Mr. Lowen on the phone. I'm a little bit late from what I said. <laughs> of course. Rejection at its finest. Low budget live. You've reached Bill and Jennifer. <laughs> Jack Gummit. Hang on a second. Okay, sorry. Sorry, we'll try that again. But as I was saying, I, here we go. Get them back right here. Bill Lowen. What are you doing, buddy? Buddy, how are you? I mean, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even start this call with how, you, how are you because I know how you are. You're a lot better than most of us listening right now coming off a sixth-place finish, man. Uh, congratulations on that, dude. I know that's never easy in the Elite Series, to say the least, especially in a tough event. It's, uh, you know, it's been one of them years, man. It's been that roller coaster ride kind of deal. I'll have a good one. I'll have a bad one. Um, but, man, I definitely needed this one, and you know, to get them points and move up there in that standings to try to get back in the classic cut. Oh, I, I saw that you're – so you're up to 46 now. And, and to be honest, Bill, this is – this is going to sound terrible, but I heard them talking about you on live this morning. I've, I've watched a lot of live today. It's been a good rainy day in Tennessee, so I've been laying on a couch watching you guys, and, I, and maybe it was Ronnie Moore. It probably was because Ronnie, Ronnie likes to bring the negative out sometimes, right. I feel like. He, he's like that kid that you, wanna, that you just need to smack around sometimes. Now, I love you, Ronnie. <laughs> Got to give Ronnie a hard time. But he, he was talking about, you know, Bill's having an uncharacteristic year for Bill, and I was thinking – have I just not been paying attention? Because I thought you are the model of consistency for me in bass fishing. I mean, you just are. I was reading this off, and I, and I know you're probably not a stats guy. You just go out and get your job done. But in 154 events in your career with bass, you've been in the money 111 times. That That is incredible to me. So – for me, for you to be kind of middle of the pack, I just, I guess I just didn't realize it, you know, right. that you'd had a, because uh, I think the last time you, you had a really good one where, was it St. Clair or uh, Thousand Islands? One of the smallmouth uh, events, you, you, you'd had a great yeah, event. Yeah, I did good. At, I did good at St. Clair. Here, I did good at the St. Lawrence River. Yeah. I just, you know, I had two of the worst tournaments of my career this year. Um, I threw up two 80-something place finishes and, uh, 
you just, I mean, you just can't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, heck, at Gunnersville it was so tough. I had uh, only caught one fish the first day and three the second. Um, you know, and that's just, you know, I've always prided myself on being very consistent. You know, and um, man, when you have tournaments like that, you just feel like you got punched in the stomach. No, I, I, I can understand, buddy. I, I know, um, I know exactly what you mean with that. And for me. I circled this, these three fall events, and, I, and I'll leave Fork out of this, but these three, and I think Gunnersville was a surprise for a lot of people. I was actually with Clay from Express last week, uh, and we were, we were talking about that. You know, those river systems in the fall, you were one of the guys I thought, there's no way. I really did think, and, and you having a top 10 at Santee was right on schedule for kind of my, my picks and my, my thought process on this, but you're one of the guys I thought, he's going to come away with a win in one of those tournaments, and not that you have a ton of uh, experience on those fisheries or anything, but you just strike me as a guy that you always do really well in tough events, but I felt like these fall events really set up, was Gunnersville a surprise at how tough it was for you? Um, you know, it, it really wasn't. Um, and Gunnersville was one of those shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you know what I mean? It was Absolutely. Practice was good. The weather was cloudy and rainy every day of practice. And then first morning of the tournament, high blue skies, north winds, and my deal just got, got its gut stomped out, you know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of people realize how much in the fall that those kind of changes affect the fish. I mean, there's already so much going on with the moving, you know what I mean? The oh, yeah. going on. Now, when you throw fronts and storms and north winds and you start throwing that stuff on top of it, man, you think you can be on the winning fish. And then the next thing you know, you got one fish in your bag. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's just, uh, I mean, if I had it to do all over again at Gunnersville, I'd probably have done the same exact thing. But, um, you know, I just it's just that fall time of the year. Um, you got guys that are going to, they catch them, and then you got the rest of the pack that struggles, and then you got guys that just don't catch nothing at all. Um, well, that's just fall, and it doesn't matter where you're at in the country when that's going on. That That's a fact. And I think Santee was really evident of that. You had Carl with the huge bag on the first day, 25 pounds. You had Brandon with 21. But then they kind of limped in there those middle days. And for you, your tournament was really, to me, one of the more impressive events uh, the impressive top 10 finishers as far as your consistency. I mean, you were right there around that 14, 15 pound mark every single day, man. And I heard you say this on stage and I heard you say this on live this morning. Those, uh, those Santee giants just eluded you a little bit. They and, did. I never caught, I never caught a big one in practice. Never caught a big one in the tournament. Now, yesterday I had the opportunities to have a mega bag and you know how it is, man. Sometimes you just don't connect. And I had two of the biggest buzzbait fish I ever had hit a buzzbait yesterday, and I missed both of those. And then I lost two or three four-pounders up in the river flipping trees. And, uh, you know, ha I get those bites, and it's a different story. Well, I, I heard you say that on live this morning, and I heard you say that on uh, on stage that you pooped your pants a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over the buzzbait fish. And for a guy that I know, I know your style well, and I know you've slung a buzzbait, probably as much as anybody around when you say the two biggest fish that you've ever had eat a buzzbait I, I believe you on that i believe you on that I, I can imagine those were some giants there at sandy it was uh it scared me and then you get that <laughs> sinking feeling in your stomach of oh. i just miss that you know the only thing i can think is is they got the whole thing and when i went to load the rod up you know i mean i could feel it i could feel it rake out of her mouth oh. And you just know she's got the blade. It's, the blade's like a big weed guard. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no thing, doubt. You know? No doubt about it. So were you – did you run around a ton? I noticed in this tournament a lot of guys are hunkering down. Did you stay in the same general area? I know you said you were in the river some. Talk about kind of your strategy because Santee's hard to get around on, first of all. It, it is. It's really hard to get around in. And, you know, I've always tried to base my – practices and, and the way I fish on finding places that are easy to get into and easy to get out of. Cause I'm the, I'm that running gun style fisherman. No doubt. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to sit unless I have to, I don't want to idle for hours to get into somewhere. I want to be able to run in, fish something, run somewhere else, fish something. And so here, um, one, you got to learn how to get around. And I come here before, um, it went off limits and did nothing for three days, but drive around on the you know, just trying to find my way in and out of places, which truly helped when we got here. 
Um, but my main pattern was actually just running and gunning the main river. Um, you know, it's got a ton of current in it right now. It's actually ripped. You got to stand on the trolling motor like seven, eight, just to kind of make headway, you know? Um, so I just run and gun channel swings and, um, the big key was if you could find any place in that river that had a, had a flat spot in it or, you know, a little bit shallower because, heck, the boat most of the time was sitting in 12 to 15 foot huh. right off the bank. And then if you could find that little spot where maybe the boat was sitting in six or eight, um, that's where you could really catch them good. That's awesome, man. Well, I, I actually earlier I, I announced that I'm going to run an X21 Pro next year and – uh, just earlier on the podcast and do you feel like that boat in that situation because it has a lot of advantages and not to be too sponsor plug guy but but do you feel like you're talking about standing on that trolling motor don't you feel like that the boat being lighter does help you in that situation a lot you know if they would have had a camera on me today a live camera you would have heard me say that multiple times because i had a chase boat basically with me um and they were doing some still photos and stuff like that and it's truly amazing. Like, I can remember when I fished out of a glass boat, um, where when you'd be in the current like that, man, it was just, it was hard to make any headway. You know, yes. if you'd come to a big tree that was laying out in the middle of the river, a lot of times maybe you'd have to get down on the troll motor to get around that, or get down on the big motor to get around that tree, you know. But heck, in this, in this boat, dude, you just kick it up on 10 and then pull yourself That's up That's awesome. It. Um, you know, because the boat doesn't draft hardly in any water. That's awesome. Um, you know, and, and I tell people anymore, you know, they come up and they pl plug me about the boat and they ask me questions. And, you know, everybody just assumes that, well, you're sponsored by Express. Um, you know, you're going to say these things. And I'm like, look, if you get an opportunity, get in one, take a test ride. And then I don't have to tell you anything because the boat sells itself. Well, you, you actually put me in one probably three years ago at their dealer right. meeting and we went for a ride and you were driving and I was like, there's no way this thing thing handles like this, man. And you and I are both, both in there and I was blown away and my wheels have been turning since that day, honestly. But I, I was going to ask that, do you get a ton? Is that one of the number one questions you get at events from people is about the boat? Absolutely. You know, the, the two things that everybody wants to know about is, how does it handle in rough water? Absolutely. And how do, and how do I like the sea deck? You know? <laughs> the sea deck's so, cool. The sea deck, dude. I would never. I, it would be. I would be hard pressed to ever own another boat with carpet in it. Oh, um, I, I can't wait, man. Well, I'm telling you, man, because of the the cleaning aspect, that it it feels like you got two pair of gym shoes on for the comfort side of it. Um, but like when it rains, um, you know, and it quits raining, in about 30 minutes, your sea deck will be completely dry. Um, it doesn't absorb any water. Um, and to clean it, man, you just take it to the car wash, hose it off, and, and, and you know, by, typically by the time you get home, it's already dry. Well, I've said for years, like, it makes no sense to me that bass boats have carpet anyways. Like, most fishing right. boats don't have carpet. <laughs> right. Um, and then you talk, about, you talk about the ride, the rough ride. Um, <clears throat> dude, when we come out of the river yesterday, um, it's, it's a, typically it's a 30-minute run to get from up there back here to the ramp. Um, and I gave myself 40 minutes yesterday. And it was so rough out there that I barely made it back. There was actually some guys that got that were late. There were guys that had their rub rails busted off. I mean, guys that had their graphs ripped off. Um, I mean, so it was rough out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and absolutely. So I give myself 40 minutes, and it took me about – I had about two minutes to spare when I got back here. But with that being said, I was running. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was pushing it because I knew um, if I didn't run her hard, I wasn't going to make it back. And, um, I mean – I would put the ride up in that express against any fiberglass boat in the industry. That's awesome, man. Well, I, I'm really excited. Like I said, I didn't want to, not to, uh, not to just get too sponsor plug, but I had to ask you that when you said that about the current, I thought that's really interesting because, um, that boat is a lot lighter drafts so much shallower and you're a you're a you know known as a shallow water guy that picks areas apart backs of creeks i remember one time i forget the year so you have to uh, you might have to jump in there on that but like at table rock you guys were at table rock in the fall and i remember you throwing a big worm on isolated yep. laydowns way up the james river and in the back of a creek and and yep. i and I, I remember that from years and years ago i forget who won that event maybe hackney Maybe Faircloth. Fair that's right. Yep. Drop shot. That's right. Faircloth is drop shot. But you were way back there, man. And so I felt like when you announced this, you were one of the first guys they signed nationally to a deal. 
and really the flagship of their team. And man, I just thought, what a smart move for Beal. Like that boat suits him to a T. Like it, it does. But 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 I tried to say this earlier on the show. Like it's not an aluminum boat like your granddaddy's aluminum boat you're thinking of. <laughs> when people say aluminum, like it is a high-performance bass boat uh, that just happens to be made out of aluminum and not fiberglass, you know? So, very cool. Well, you know, and we're and we saying, oh, it's a aluminum boat, it's a shallow water boat. I mean, dude, I mean, I fished the Great Lakes, St. Clair. Uh, when we were at the St. Lawrence River, I fished out on Ontario, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can't fish it's awesome. with it. Um, it Does it all. Uh, for my style, dude, it's without a doubt... Um, it's it fits me to a T. That's awesome, dude. That that is awesome. And uh, I know you'll you're gonna you're gonna have oh, to dude, listen, as well. Listen, dude, I am a I'm a shallow water rat, but I also fish deep a ton too. I'm just I'm kinda I'm A D D with my fishing style I'm all over the place, but uh I, I can't I just can't wait, man. Uh, I'm really excited about it. But I find myself up a creek more more times than not. So I'm really pumped about, you know, how shallow they draft. Um, well, you know, I always, I always say in my glass boat, I, I go as far as I thought I could comfortably go, and you know, I, I can't go any farther. I don't want to tear it up. I don't want to scratch it. I'm going to turn around. And come <laughs> that's back. right. Now, now it's like, let's go that. Send far, it. Let's, <laughs> let's go some more. You know what I mean? I love um, it, man. So yeah, I mean, you know, typically at the end of the year, I'd be doing two or three thousand dollars worth of fiberglass repair every year to get. You yeah, know, bottom of the boat fix. No I doubt, a, a guy, a boat that was destroyed. No, you, know, you can't. So no, I have to worry about this one anymore. I'm not knock a little paint off of it, but other than that, um, she's like a little tank. That's awesome, man. Uh, talk about so there are lots of changes that have gone on in the industry, but as a whole, I, the last couple of podcasts I've been talking about the industry change. I feel like it's getting smaller to a certain extent with a lot of the buyouts and different things. Do you think? that it's harder. I just want to get a veteran guy in this deal for over 13 years. What's your overall opinion? Do you think it's easier now to make a living fishing or is it more difficult now than it was say 10 years ago? I think it's, I guess it's kind of, that's kind of a tricky question, man. Um, because I mean, I kind of feel like I'm established, you know what I mean? So it's absolutely it's, veteran guy. It's, it's, it's a little, I don't want to say it's easier because it's extremely hard. Um, still, um, it's the hardest thing I've ever do- done in my life to make a living, you know. Um, but it's not getting any easier, you know. With, yes. With the, with the, you know, like you said, with the splits and the divides, and um, you know, I, I truly feel like that was the worst thing that could ever happen for the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we took the the pie that we had and we busted it up way too much, you know. Um, and then, you know, the, 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 the next generation of fishermen that are coming are so good. You know, I mean, oh, social media-wise, and um, most of them don't know anything else but fishing. And, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. But, the, you know, a lot of them just went from high school to college to trying to qualify for the tours. You know what I mean? A lot of them don't know what it's like to go install flooring or <laughs> something to make <laughs> To a pay an entry fee. No, no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can remember I'd... I'd installed flooring before I fished full time and I'd bust bust out a job to pay entry fees and the bills and take off and get done with the tournament, come back and do it all over again. And, um, when these new anglers that are coming, when all they've known is fishing, buddy, um, it's getting tougher and tougher. Um, I I have to agree with that, man. They, uh, and there's like, you're saying nothing wrong with it. No, not at all. Nothing wrong with it in the least. It's just, uh, it is definitely one of those things that, um, it's just a kind of a changing of the guard a little bit, Absolutely. so to I mean, speak. That's all you do is fish all the time. You can't help but be good at it. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. Exactly right. You can't, it, it really, uh, it kind of changes things. <laughs> if that's all you got to worry about, that's, uh, and they, and they do, they sacrifice a lot to do that. Some of them. Because they don't, they may not have a, you know, they may not have that uh, rich mom and dad or the the big sponsor or whatever. They may just, you know, uh, have to figure it out, so to speak. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, and my hats off to anybody that can that can dedicate that much time to it. I just, I was like that even when I was young. It was all I did, 
to a certain extent, 19, 20 years old when I was in college, but also worked too. And it wasn't all I did, if that makes sense. It was all I did, but it wasn't all I did. So like you're saying, you're, you're laying floors. I would go work in a tackle store, work for my dad, doing different things, then go to, then go to the next tournament. You know, right. yeah. um, exactly. a lot of things like that. So uh, I think that it's definitely – I've talked about it the last couple of weeks. It is – we talk about growing the sport, and I'm not trying to discourage anybody or, or speak negatively to a young kid out there that's got a dream, but it is harder. I, I certainly think it is harder, and it's harder to get to the top now than ever before. You look at the Bassmaster Open State, that's a lion's den. You know, now with a lot of the... I would hate, I would hate to be um, in the open Can right you now. imagine, dude? You got these FLW guys that have left to go there. You got some BPT guys trying to come back in. You got all these great locals, not to mention the great college anglers, the great local anglers, the, the guys that maybe aren't on our radar yet but should be. You know, all duking it out, plus co-anglers. Plus, I mean, dude, it is... That is the lion's den, in well, my opinion. exactly right. We got the best guys... In the in the in the sport of bass fishing, fishing the opens, trying to qualify for the elites, um, you know, it's just it's uh, it's crazy times right now. <laughs> it's crazy times, dude, and and I think we're going to see more of that as we go forward. Um, so I want to jump back real quick to fall fishing, and I'm actually waiting on a surprise call for you in case I have to cut you off. I got a surprise <laughs> guest. I'm going to merge in here. <laughs> That has put in a request to be on the phone with Bill Lowen. So I've got I've got that coming. So I'm gonna let you know, hey, Luke's not just being rude when I say, hey, Bill, hang on. But uh, uh <laughs> they're texting me back and forth and I'm and I'm trying to get it all lined up. So these fall events, now you you are a very serious hunter. You duck hunt, you deer hunt. I think I believe you duck guide as well, correct? Um, no, but I okay. should. I, I, I thought you, I actually thought that you did, you did some duck guiding, but, but you do, you, you hunt a lot. Do you like these fall events or do you normally by this time of year, you're like, you know, I'm ready to put up the rods, get out the bow, get out the shotgun. What's your opinion of these fall events? You know, typically, you know, typically we're done in September, man. And I'm hanging tree stands or getting the duck boat ready and um, you know, taking the kids youth hunts, you know, whatever that may be. Cause that's always earlier in the season. And, um, I mean, I'm running up the lake this morning and I'm running through flocks of mallard. <laughs> and I'm just like, Distracted. Man, this is not, this is not fair, you know? Um, but with that being said, as much as I love, uh, to hunt, you know, whitetails and waterfowl and whatever that is, I truly love this transitional fall time because it is the toughest time of the year to catch a bass. Um, I don't truly think that people understand how tough the fall transition can truly be. I mean, if you no. take a look at like, let's, let's use Santee Cooper, Gunnersville, or even Chick, Chick next week. Um, then we're, these are three of the top lakes. Great. Greatest lakes of all time. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you stand in here, guys say, well, it's going to take, 25 pounds a day to win, or it's going to take 20 a day to win. It's like, no, no, it's not, not. <laughs> you know, and 12 pounds a day is probably going to be really good. Oh no, the lake's full of giants. Well, yeah, it is. But that just, for whatever reason, you know, in a, in a, in a month, we'd be talking to, it'd be a whole different story. You or know two I mean? or two months. Yeah. yeah. You get, get a little colder I mean, weather in here. better and better and better. But I truly love, and you said this earlier. I, I, I excel when it's a when it's tough events, man. When it's a slugfest, I typically get my teeth kicked in. But when I can when I can grind it out and twelve pound you to death, um, it's typically when um, I do really well. Um, and uh, so, with that being said, I was kind of looking forward to these you know these three events. Um, you know, now that Gunnersville's passed, I don't care about that one anymore. But, <laughs> um, I truly like it when it's a grind for sure. Well, I feel like you're going to have a real good event at Chick, man. I, I, I do. I, I just I don't think the Tennessee River can stump Bill Lowen two times in the fall. I think that's physically impossible. I grew up here, so I, I think you're going to be just fine at Chick. Now, y'all are headed into another tough one, there's no doubt. I heard Ronnie say today, and I saw, you know, there was a three-day over there. It was like 40 pounds one this weekend. So it's not going to be easy over there. Um, yeah, I, believe, by, I believe they had a, a BFL region. Yeah, that took like twenty nine pounds to win that. Yeah, in a couple it, of days. yeah, it's not. It's definitely not going to be a walk in the park. You know, uh, the the top end of Santee looks really good. You know, Zona kept saying that it looks really good on the scorecard. 
really good on the scorecard. It's ugly on the water. You know, you get a guy like Polnick watching it today. I mean, he got six bites, man. I mean, it's 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 not, you know, one in a brush pile, one over here, one doing this. I mean, it's it's not pretty, but um, that's the beauty of a four-day event. It, it rewards the guy that that gets a little fortunate, figures a little deal out. Um, and, and it's, it's really interesting to see you guys fishing the fall and that that's kind of getting me to my next point. Would you like to see the schedule extend into the fall? Um, I ain't sure. I'm talking to you right now and there's a big flock of geese flying over. (laughs) Oh man. You know, for, for me, it's always been that I use the, the hunting to just kind of, recharge myself you know what i mean uh when typically when bow season starts or waterfowl season i just take about a two-month break there and just don't even think about fishing you know what i mean i understand for me is it gives me that drive wants me to i want to go again you know what i mean um you know we've been going you know since this covid has gone on this year i mean we have been going since february Mm -hmm. in theory i mean yeah we stopped a little bit but still um I mean, heck, dude, we're on a three-three tournament back to back to back, and that's it's brutal. Easy to do. No, especially when it's tough events, tough weather at times. I mean, that's not easy for anybody. So uh, yeah, about the fall thing, man. I ain't one hundred percent sure yet. I'll let you know <laughs> after after chip. <laughs> well, and I, I think when when I fished FLW, we would bring that up at times. There were a lot of guys that would want to, a lot of guys that didn't. Uh, but for me. I loved the old Bassmasters when they started in August and September, and that angler of the year went from then into the next year. All right, right. Bill, we're getting a call from a special guest. Please hold. All right. Who do we have here as a special guest? Clay Connor. Oh, boy. Oh. This is, this is, okay, for all you low lifers out there listening right now, this has been a cluster. One of my cameras quit working. It's just low budget as usual. But we have on the phone right now, marketing guru, marketing guru from the Express Boats, Clay Connor on the phone, and he reached out and said, hey man, Bill had a great tournament, and I want to personally congratulate him on low budget. And I thought that was really cool, and I said, please call in. So here we go. What's up, buddy? Well, let's uh, let's first congratulate Bill. Uh, what a what a great tournament! What a uh, uh, great recovery from from uh, what 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 a, what a crazy year for 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 all of our guys. But uh, uh, Bill had an uncharacteristically uh, uh, challenging last tournament, and to turn around and come back and play six, uh, we couldn't be more proud of him. Heck yeah. I truly, truly appreciate it, Luke. And you're going to notice something now that you're part of the Express team is that it's more than just being part of a team. It's, it's, it's a family. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a family. When you become part of Express, you become part of the family. And um, I mean, how cool is it that the marketing guy from Express is on here congratulating me? Um, I mean, that just goes to say, you know, speaks volumes for the, for the people in the company. And, um, when, like I said, when you become part of the team, man, you become part of the family. Well, I've had the pleasure of knowing this guy for a while and I can tell you, I I felt like a part of the family, just being, being friends with these guys. But, but now that I'm officially a part of it, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy, man. They roll out the red carpet, but I'll say this, Clay you might as well be his brother. I feel like he worries about you when you're on the water like he would his own kid or some family member, like all you guys, man. It's like he truly, he'll text, hey, did you see how our guys are doing? I mean, he is truly, it's really cool to see. And, and you know, both you guys know, I, I know a lot of people in the industry. I'm friends with a lot of people that are sponsored by different companies, boat companies, tackle companies. And it's always impressive to me to see a company treat their pro staff like that their team like it's a family that's awesome man that's that's all any of us are looking for is a little uh, a little love at times and it's even on your bad days now let, let me ask you all this since i got both of y'all bill i'll ask you first 
when you when you have one of those rough events, does Clay ever give you a hard time? Like, I mean, I know that you might need that pep talk right now, but does he, does he ever give you one of those like, dude, what happened? Does he ever give you one of those or does he just go, yeah, Hey buddy, we're pulling for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey buddy, we're pulling for you, but what the heck happened? <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. I like that. I like that. And, and I told him before this tournament started, I said, look, if I don't catch him, I'm driving this boat in the woods. I'm going to get some press. Somehow. <laughs> 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 you were going to be gator hunting. Before it was over with in your express jersey. <laughs> Luke, I, I, I told him in the very beginning, <clears throat> I am not going to tell him how to fish. <laughs> I, I will insist on a couple other things, but I'm not going to tell him how to fish. But I will put my two cents in. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You, you do know what a family is like in a family. <laughs> Family uh, does not allow one to uh, rest on their laurels. That's right. <laughs> nor suffer alone. So uh, uh, there's equal abuse that goes around for everybody. And, and uh, you know, there are times that uh, uh, that we do need to kick each other in, in, in the caboose. And the other <laughs> time that, uh, you know, it's just like, hey, Bill, Dale, Harvey, Caleb is like, you know, Hey man, it's we're behind you. You know, we we got this. It's going to be all right. And and uh, and so, you know, Bill's a probably one of the uh, closest family members that uh, uh, that I could ever ask for. Not only as a as as, as a team member and as a, uh, a friend and and as as well as all the other guys. But um, you know, he has taken the flag uh, for Express and and just done amazing things for for us and we couldn't be more proud of him that's awesome make me cry that, that listen man dude if you cry it'll be the first time it's ever happened on low budget live so i hope i'm kind of hoping that right now well, i was gonna say if you have a bad <laughs> tournament just get ready because clay's gonna let you know about it i mean he doesn't know this but every time i hang up with him i cry you know, he's pretty rough on me. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the belt out like listen we don't sponsor you to suck I just want to know if you ever gotten one of those from Clay. <laughs> so, so, so Luke, look, this whole year uh, I've been trying to find the right mojo. So I've called him and I've tried to be nice before a tournament. And we have challenging times, and I call him and cuss at him, and you know we have a challenge. So I'm trying to find the right, you know, the right mojo. And so <laughs> I called him, um, I guess it was a Wednesday night. And I said, do we need to perform an exorcism or something? <laughs> and so, he cut, <laughs> so he cuts his hair. I shaved him bald. He cuts his hair and he goes out and, and has a great tournament. <clears throat> so yesterday after making top 10, my message to him was shave it. Shave it. <laughs> He'll come out of there looking like a hairless cat yeah, for the rest of the year. It's happening. It doesn't, it doesn't look real pretty right now. <laughs> that there, is true, true family love right there. Well, that, listen, I think that there's so much to be said for for me, when I, and I had plenty of bad tournaments, Lord knows, but those bad ones you'd have and people would be like, what happened, man? You'd be so mad, but I would rather talk to somebody like that than talk to, and my wife will tell you this, she'd be like, well, honey, I mean, you know, next time you're going to get them. And I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you right now. I'd rather talk to somebody that's, that's giving me a hard time, kicking me in the butt a little bit, telling me, hey, man, stop sucking. I would rather hear that. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave that on the water, you know? You do. You do. I would agree with that. You do, and it, Luke, and I will. I will admit there are probably more than a handful of times Bill really didn't want to hear from me. <laughs> of course, we've all been there. Of course, listen. You have a bad event. You don't want to talk to anybody. Your mama, your daddy. I mean, you you're out. Do I you're, want to answer this phone call or not? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Well, Bill, you made it in by the skin of your gum teeth. One ounce. But I told I told Bill before he came on, Clay, I thought he fished one of the best events 
one of the better events of all the guys that made the top ten, and I mean that from the consistency standpoint. He just never got fortunate and got that great big Santee Cooper bite, or he'd have been even further up there because he had it dialed as far as that consistent 14 to 15-pound day, which was hard to come by. But he just never got that seven, eight, nine-pound bite. Uh, but just an amazing event, man, and I want to congratulate you again on it. And I hope – that you can you need to clay he's got to bump up a few more places to get in that classic cut i'm sure you haven't let him know that hey don't put no extra pressure on me right now yeah trust me the memo will go out tomorrow okay okay when it refreshes tonight you're going to go ahead and send (laughs) just as a reminder you know right i love it no we um you know, we, we, we do, we, we, uh, and it's not just me. It's not just, uh, part of my team. It's not just part of our company. It's our entire company that is, uh, truly behind these guys. And, and, and it starts with, you know, the president of our company, um, Rory. And, uh, you know, you saw the other day, Luke, when, when you were in the guy sincerely, sincerely is excited about, you being part of this team and everybody I've spoken to that knows you first, their comment is really. And the second comment is how cool is that? And so, um, we are still family owned. We are still family operated. This guy gets up every day, comes to the office and he is, uh, has been, and he will continue to be a great leader for us, but he's going to be a great leader for our team. And, and, uh, I, 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 I'm just, we 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 have something uniquely special, and uh, and and I've said it before, and I'll continue to say that um, uh, very few companies, from what I hear, have what we have, and uh, and I'm excited to be there. Well, yeah, it's pretty special, that's for sure. Yeah, it's rare that the president looks at you and goes, "If you need anything, you call," because this is a family now, and you're part of the family, and that goes a long dang ways, man. That goes a long you know, a long ways. Right. You hear that from a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? But he truly, truly means it. Absolutely. I mean, I've been in some meetings with him, and it's been like, wow, this is so cool. And and I'm just going to tell you a quick little story with, of you know, the one of the first times I was at the plant back in the back, and um, you know, I don't know how many employees Express has. Um, I'm going to say a couple hundred, maybe. Clay, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Yeah, that's a good number. And so we're out there crawling around in my boat and, you know, he's asking me, you know, what would I change if I could and things like that. As we're out there, you know, we're out there for probably 30 minutes, you know, different people would come walking by and and I don't care if it was somebody that was installing consoles or somebody that was taking out the trash, um, cleaning windows. It didn't matter who it was. He knew everyone's name personally. And for an owner of a company to know, all of his employees says a lot because I can guarantee you that there's a lot of presidents of the company that don't know half the people in the, in the, in the place. And I just was kind of that, that to me, that was really cool. And it speaks, speaks volumes for um, that whole family atmosphere. You know I mean? It's, it's everybody who's in there is part of the family. It definitely has that feel to it. And, uh, it is definitely that way. And I can't wait to uh, see what the future holds. And, and uh, I hope we're getting to watch you at a normal Bassmaster Classic <laughs> in Texas uh, with the Express family, buddy. I hope. Well, I hope so, because I sure don't want to be in the booth with Clay. No, that'll heck be, no. Be- I'm trying to figure out a way to pay an entry fee and get in the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, if I got to work the booth, I'm going to get coronavirus. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Well, Bill, I, I appreciate you coming on. Clay, I appreciate you for everything you do and for uh, calling in to congratulate him on LBL. I feel like this was really cool. It is great. It's been a, been, been a really good day. And, and uh, you know, as we continue to pursue that, uh, that blue trophy, uh, you know, like I said before, we are – we're so proud of, uh, of all of our guys. And, 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 and let me tell you, this is, it's, it's, it, they make it look easy, right? But at the end of the day, we're talking about, um, uh, it's, it's not an easy life. No, I, I, I wouldn't want to do it. I know you've done it, Luke. Very uh, hard. Just, 
There are easier ways to make a living, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and and you know the the, the spouses uh, that that endure uh, the, the the good times and the bad times and the and and the thin and the and the, and the flush times. It's it's um, it's it's not an easy way to make a living. Uh, we try to make it uh, as easy on our guys as possible, but um, you know when you choose your 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 job that's definitely not on my list and and i i tip my hat to these guys and 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 their family every day so that's awesome that's awesome and it's good it's good that you guys uh support the industry like you do support these guys trying to do for a living and support low budget live in the traveling circus baby that's what i'm talking about (laughs) it's it's official it is official and it's a good day it's official man it is official. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're part of the team now, buddy. Hey, the, the dealer meetings just got a lot more interesting. I'll tell you that, yeah, man. <laughs> Fingers yeah, crossed, absolutely. we get to have one next August. Absolutely. So, anything that we can do, as you well know, you know where we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, boys. I'm going to jump off here. I appreciate y'all, Bill. Chickamauga this week, buddy. We want another top ten, or I'm going to have Clay send you some ugly texts. Oh, great. Looking forward to it. Save it. Save it. All right. You guys have a good night. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. Thank you, Lou. See you, man. All right. Bill Lowen and Clay Connor. Just two really good dudes. And and Bill is a guy that I've wanted to have on for a really long time and with the express thing. And then he had a top ten. I'm like, I gotta get Bill. So I reached out to his to his lovely wife, Jennifer, and she made it all happen. She made it happen. Uh, I apologize. There was some camera craziness <laughs> during that interview and a panic. One camera quit working and I saw. And anyways, um, thanks to Clay for coming on as well. He, he reached out. He wanted to reach out to uh, to Bill and uh, and tell him congratulations on LBL um, for wrapping up that tournament today. And I, I thought it was really cool that he wanted to do that on here. And, and uh, I think it's really cool they're taking a chance on this, you know. Everybody knows I speak my mind, and I think it speaks volumes to the companies that want to be officially associated with me, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it, it's really cool, and he, he, you know, uh, not to be sponsor plug Luke tonight, but uh, it is, it's an honor to get to work with these guys, and I can't wait. Clay's a great guy, and uh, Rory Herndon, again, I want to thank them. I want to thank y'all for making this all possible, for tuning in week in, week out, traveling circus. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Um, I'm going to take y'all out on Biloxi Blues. I appreciate y'all very much uh, for listening week in and week out. I've said it a bunch, but I, I just – I am, man. It's it's crazy when you see negative comments, and there there are just they're just few and far between. The positive comments are overwhelming, and the numbers show it. You guys show up all the time, and I can't thank you enough. So, uh, if I could find a way to repay it, I would. So, all these opportunities in my life are coming because of you guys and because of the channel and uh, and the and the love and the support. So, I I thank y'all. Make sure to hug your dang mama. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, that's a rough one for, for me, for sure. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just a few days away from the year anniversary of losing mom. So hug your mom. Hug your mom. Make sure to hug your daddy, too. Going to take you out with some Biloxi Blues. Thank y'all. Hope you have a great week. Watch Lake Chickamauga Bassmaster Elite Series this week. And uh, I will see y'all. Next time. I never could make it last. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows. I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway, it does not know my name. And I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare.
across the white line, gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.